Welcome into season four, episode four of the One Two Six podcast. I am not Addison McElvin, so we'll see how this goes. Coach Weaver, that's me, Coach O. Hey there. How's it going? I mean, it's it's a little crazy this morning. It is a little crazy. Why is it crazy, Coach O? Well, our EP is out sick today. Yeah. Um, we're not going to hold that against him, but we no, will hold we will hold it against him that he did not bother to let us know. Yeah, so, you know, sickness happens, and, and we want people to get well when they get sick. Uh, we wouldn't wish anyone to get sick. But we would wish they would let us know when they get sick. So we're not spilling our coffee all over the table and nervously trying to figure out how to operate the podcast board. We've managed so far. We have. We've and we've got some, well. We've got great guests this morning. We sure do. Uh, we got two at the table. And we're going to start with you guys. And as you know, around these parts, one, two, six table, we always begin with a very special segment. Well, all right. Well, Coach Weaver, you kind of threw me off there a bit because uh, we didn't do the weave first today. Coach O, I'm saving the weave for the end today. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's all good because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this uh, subject spotlight today. We are um, we're setting the bar. We've got cross country in here, so we're setting the bar with them. Granola bars, that is. Oh, I've read somewhere <laughs> that you know, I, you know, granola bars are a good pre-meal for them, uh, good for energy, things of that nature. So, I want to talk granola bars today. What, what's your favorite brand? What's your favorite kind of the brand? Okay, dear guests, would you please introduce yourselves to? our listening audience, and then tell us about your favorite granola bar. <laughs> well, I'm Dustin Nettles. Um, my favorite granola bar would be chocolate chip, I would say. What brand? I don't really have a specific brand. Because I, I, honestly, I don't buy too many granola bars, but they are good, and I usually like chocolate chip. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say uh, that Quaker Oats brand of chocolate chip granola bar. Pretty oh. good. My house gets a lot of a lot of activity. I see, I find a lot of Quaker Oats packages laying around my house, put it that way. I'm Coach Jeremy Moore. Um, granola bars? I, I don't really eat granola bars that Wait, often. What? what? You're a marathon uh, runner. Right. You don't I, eat granola? Google said cross-country runners eat granola bars, Coach cross Moore. Cross-country runners eat granola bars because a lot of times coaches are stuck buying food for pre-race. And you can get like 20 granola bars for like $8. And so we just oh. tell the runners that they're great and it'll be great energy and we give them to them. But uh, It's all about economics. Really. Yeah. It's, you don't want something heavy and they're, they're good and light. And then uh, calories in. You know, you need some calories. You need some nutrition. I'm so not sure granola bars are the good for that. Would you prefer like lime pickles? Oh, I love lime. Lime pickles are the greatest. Pickle juice really is. They do talk about pickle juice, yeah. but lime pickles are special. They don't they don't get wasted on athletes. Well, well, how would you know anything about lime pickles? Well, last time you guys had a podcast, 
I was not here. I could not make it. I had class. Now, the and last time we had a podcast was only a week or two ago. Right? That's yeah, right. Correct That's that. right. The last time you had a cross-country uh, podcast. Ah, cross-country podcast. And uh, you all started your conversation about pickles. Not granola bars, but I, I have a special pickle story because my mom makes lime pickles. They take three days, and you have to... Uh, peel the pickle, peel the cucumbers in a specific way. You got to marinate them in lime uh, juice or lime powdered lime, and you have to pressure cook them. And uh, if you if you go online to buy them, it's like uh, you know twenty five dollars for like a mason jar. Mm-hmm. But she loves me, so she makes them for free. So, okay, well, but they're great. There are no dumb questions, so I've got to ask this question. So pickles are derived from cucumbers. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought it was going to be a more like a in-depth question. Or there are no dumb questions. No, there are no that. shallow questions. I'm with you on that. Would you Would you serve lime? Would you eat a lime pickle at a cross country meet? Uh, yeah. You would. Def- Does it sound pretty good. Yeah, it sounds really good though. So I just you know I would think a cross country coach that was worth his salt or pickling lime, if that whatever the case may be, whatever's being used to pickle those cucumbers, would maybe. Provide some of those to his athletes if he has access to something that exclusive. Dustin said he likes chocolate chip granola bars. Uh, I will provide chocolate back, chip granola bars back for to Dustin. The economics pretty quickly. <laughs> I have seen the cross country budget, so I, <laughs> I understand that perspective. Well, uh, tell us about your season so far, and this is for either one of you. Get us started here. Um, you guys are going to be in a new district meet, a district meet that's uh, um, with a group of teams we haven't seen before, at least not collectively. We're in 10-6A now at North Forney. Um, But I know you've had some meets that you shared with Forney High. You're seeing some of the same old competitors that Mm -hmm. you've run against in years past. Give us a little synopsis about where you guys are going into this 6A season. We're we're a little little over halfway in our season. I think we run uh, eight meets, and I think we've got five in the books. And uh, it's, it's been a really good year uh, so far. Uh, varsity boys team has been able to place at uh, several meets. We had uh, a girl, Ellen Van Canigam, that got first place in the Crandall meet, which is, if you go to a cross-country meet, you know it's a big deal because you got 100, 120, 150 runners out there sometimes. And I think it's been probably since I, I, Kyle Garcia, who is the legend cross-country runner at uh, North Forney. Yeah. I, we, I've been in communication with him. And I need to ask him a question if, if he's ever ran, ever ever won a meet, because I'm not sure if it's happened before. So you I might can't know. remember offhand. Yeah, I, I, I mean, my gut says yes. I would think so because uh, there was a couple of runners ten years ago somewhere yeah, in that he range. He was very strong and he a was. good track, a good track kid as well. Yes, he was both ends of the year. But uh, the, we've been having. Uh, I think we ran forty kids this year in meets, mm-hmm. and uh, that's great. Had about sixty in practice uh, several several times. We've got a lot of the other sports that are sending their kids to us to get them in shape and conditioning, and and uh, so they're kind of all buying in. But uh, you know, cross country kids are are great kids, and they're special oh, yeah. kids. And uh, kids like Dustin show up and work every day. It it doesn't feel like work. It's a lot of fun. We have a good time. We played dodgeball this morning before we, we took off and ran. So we're keeping it light. And Just fun a lot and, of fun and games over there. At well, you Falcon know, Nation. There's a we start off. It's, it's like kind of bribery, you know. Yeah. We're gonna play the game first, and then okay, I mean, here's your routes, and here's your miles, and here's your pace, and yeah. But it is really hard we're, work. We're trying to. Dustin, s- what, what makes cross country such a unique sport in your perspective? 
Oh, um, in my perspective, what makes a unique sport is the teammates around you because a lot of them, they're very supportive. Like, even when we're at cross-country meets, we're having fun, we're supporting each other. We see our teams running, we run into the other side of the field, yeah. just screaming, yelling, telling them to go, and it's just all fun. We just have a lot of fun together. We we get that a very similar answer a lot, don't we, Coach O? Yeah, that whole cross-country experience, uh-huh. it's no different than any other sport that uh, when – we have guests come on here. They're all saying the same thing: team, teamwork, supporting teammates. It's no different here. Yeah. Well, we um, we know you guys are working hard. I know it's not all dodgeball and lime pickles. Um, it takes some guts to get out there and and run on that course with, gosh, like you said, 150 other kids all starting out of a shoot and a cross country meet. It's a lot of fun to watch. It goes by quickly. And it's, it's very exciting, uh, particularly when you're at one of those courses where you can see a lot of the race. Uh, where are you guys set to go? In, where can people catch you if they want to come see your team in the near future? And then if somebody wanted to support you at district, uh, how would they do that? What would they watch for? We're at uh, schedules on uh, Go Falcon Athletics. Uh, we're at Ennis this weekend. And then the next weekend, we're at uh, uh, Jesse Owens uh, Park. And then the next weekend, we're at uh, Wiley. And then we have about a week break, and then we have district meet in Tyler, UT Tyler. Okay. Well, Dustin, um, I want to wish you and your teammates the the best of. Uh, we don't we don't wish people good luck around here, but the best of fortune. Go out there and work hard, and um, you know, put those those cheapo depot granola bars that coach is feeding you to the best possible use. And we hope you do extremely well. I know. We're pushing you through here quickly. We've got to get Coach Moore back to class, believe it or not. We talk about this a lot, too. Our coaches are doing two full-time jobs. They're, they're teaching a full load of classes and coaching, uh, usually from daylight to well after dark. Our student-athletes are making the same commitment. So Maybe you should add EP to your list of duties, too, because you're doing a great job of this. Um, you probably just jinxed me <laughs> for the rest. Of, I mean, the next button I hit will probably self-implode something. Um, we're working through it, but uh, appreciate you guys coming out today. Uh, go back to Falcon Nation and, and do a good job continuing to represent. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Well, Coach O, we're going to make the transition here to the Forney side That's right. of cross country. And, Got the uh, legend coming. These two, Cook. I'm going to use this as a transition point. These two do a great job working together. They've worked together for a long time. Cross country seems like it's one of those sports, not that we don't try to do a good job of this in every sport, but um, it's one of those sports where kids do really support one another at an event. We've seen that many times at cross-country events. Sandy, I want to start by also reminding people that you guys have, for about 10 years now, since, since really uh, North Forney first started competing against Forney, you guys have participated in an activity together in the month of October that's... Um, um, a really nice service opportunity for the community. Can you tell us about that? Yes, uh, Coach Moore and I, and really before Coach Moore was actually the North Forney coach, uh, we joined forces and we do a Socktober every October. And uh, we try to put boxes in the elementary schools, intermediate schools, admin, you know, and of course our high schools. And we collect socks uh, for the community, and we give it back to the Forney uh, Ministry. And um, 
it's really a neat opportunity for our kids to, first of all, work with the kids across the town, and also it's a great opportunity for us to serve the community. Well, uh, approximately how many socks have been de- donated over the years? Usually it's like 1,500 so pairs. So multiply that by 10 years. Let's say we're, we're somewhere in the 15,000 sock range. Um, I was going to say like 100,000, but I was just going to make it up, make it sound really good. But even that real numbers, thanks for being honest, Sandy, it's a really good um, thing to do. And this is September 14th, but obviously you guys are already planning for that. You're thinking about it. And I think that gives our kids a little bit more purpose in what they're doing, too, along with the grind of getting out there and running mileage. Yeah? Yep, definitely. And socks are important. Why is that, Coach O? You have to expand well, on that. Well, I just think when it gets cold, I'm a cold natured, I'm a tropical people. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I don't like being cold. You know, my feet get cold. Even though it's kind of an oxymoron, though, because I don't wear closed toe shoes a lot, mm. even in the winter. But when I'm home, I do have on fuzzy socks. At all times. And Coach Cook looks at my feet right now, and I have on closed-toe shoes. But again, Your heels are out. This is, well, and, but my heels are out. That's right. So, you know. Well, you take all socks, right? All yes. comers. And Little, big, medium. We're also going to do this again. I know we've done this in years past where at the, at the junior high level, people that come to, to uh, our intra-district games. So when Brown plays Warren or Warren plays Jackson or Jackson plays Brown. Um, in either football or volleyball, they're able to bring a new unopened pair of socks or a package of socks and, and donate those at the gate to gain free entry, right? Correct. And your kids, I, I know I've seen you guys at those events taking accepting those donations. Yes. You plan on doing that again? We do. We're excited expect, about it. Well, i got to drag it out of you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, could she expand on granola bars? We do have an ozone to, to cover. <laughs> yeah, maybe two. she'll expand on that. There are several types. You've got Nature Valley, Kind, Kashi. <laughs> I mean, I've done research on this. Look, I'm going to say, you know, Coach Moore's not in the room anymore, and but, you know, he kind of deflated Coach O's balloon a little he bit. He did, with, because, the, <laughs> with the lime pickles. I'm like yesterday, when this, when this uh, subject spotlight hit her in the office, she was so excited. Uh, to be to have this prepared for cross country today, and you I'm should, hoping you guys can redeem his answer. You should have played that. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> if I could find it, I would. <laughs> well, as far as me personally, I like the Quaker just like Coach Weaver, I think, or your family does, and yeah. it's really chewy, chocolate chip. Yes, uh, really pretty good. Uh, as far as our team goes, definitely we load up on those breakfast bars granola bars and they definitely eat them and uh, we also keep a bunch of uh, granola bars in our office for breakfasts when the kids finish Mm -hmm. practice you know going to first or second period or whatever it is so they can grab one of those very convenient see runners do eat them i did my research and like coach uh, moore said they are reasonably priced so yeah that's important Young lady, would you introduce yourself to our audience, please, and tell us your favorite kind of granola bar. Yes. Hi, I'm Brayden Donahue, and my favorite granola bar are probably the really crunchy Nature Valley bars that 
fall apart when you eat them. Yeah. Yes. I like the oats and that honey. That crumble kind. all over your yes. everything. Yes. Oats and honey. Yes. My yeah. truck seat is full of those crumbs. And <laughs> and truthfully, I mentioned Quaker oats because I get a lot of my kids eat Quaker oats, granola bars all the time. But that's my favorite too. Personal favorite is the Nature Valley, and I like the peanut butter variety. So. Coach yeah. did you tell us your favorite granola? No, I'm I'm Nature Valley as well, but I I am with her though. It's like you there you cannot eat it carefully. No, it's gonna crumble and crash all over you. Now, Walmart has this Sunbelt brand. They're chewy, mm-hmm. and it's like Nature Valley oats and honey, but it's a chewy variety. I like those too. Really? Mm-hmm. And I bet that would be an economical choice for Coach Moore's team. Yeah, Coach Moore, did you hear that? Maybe try this Sunbelt? Yeah, Sunbelt. That's what it's called, Sunbelt. So you really go and sample different breakfast bars. Yeah, I like them. She's a foodie. I have, yes, I am. And I I have Belvita in my bag right now. Belvita, not Velvita. (laughs) (laughs) I saw saw the look on your face. Like, why is she carrying a grilled cheese sandwich around? Here we go. It's it's breakfast, you know, cinnamon brown sugar. I've had those. Those are really good, though. But they are very crunchy and they are messy. Well, okay, you've told us about granola bars. Tell us why you run cross-country. I run cross-country for the team atmosphere. When I joined cross-country freshman year, I was just in awe of how friendly everybody was and how team-oriented everybody was. And nobody's, like, focused on themselves. They're focused on the success of the team. Which is kind of strange because it's really an individual sport. Yeah. But cross-country is more like a team just because they all do the same workouts they all run the same mileage basically we all know like the pain we're all going through but it's worth it at the end of a run what's your favorite type because i've been to plenty of cross-country meets i've seen sandy coach at plenty of cross-country meets and it seems like there's a pretty good bit of variation among different courses i mean that's kind of the whole idea of cross-country i get that but um do you have a favorite type of course that you run on, or is there there are some conditions that you like better than others as a runner? I would say I like really competitive and hard courses with hills because I feel like it pushes me yeah. harder than a flat course. Yeah. Sandy is a coach. Yes, I, I like, like uh, the hilly, really basically a cross-country course more than just a lap around a school or a parking lot or whatever it is. And I think the kids really kind of get into that, too. It's just more interesting and challenging when you're running. Yeah, I would think so. It kind of gets boring. Besides distance, though, there's really – that's really the only thing courses have in common, right? I mean, you could come across all kinds of different – I mean, Mm -hmm. running across concrete in some cases on – on hard surfaces, on soft surfaces, in sand, on grass. Uh, you've seen all the – and mud. I mean, I know we've talked about that before, but we've seen kids compete literally in a yes. uh, mud hole, you know, of a cross-country course. But At the state meet. <laughs> that's kind of fun. I mean, it's, it's a neat aspect of it to me. So what about this season? How are things going? And you're still in the 5A category mm-hmm. right now. District 14 5A is what we're preparing for. I, I heard Coach Moore say they're going to Ennis. Um, incidentally, Ennis is in your district uh, in 145A. Uh, but tell us where you've been so far. How's the season gone so far? What are you predicting for the remainder of the season? Well, uh, we are going to Lovejoy. It's called the Fall Festival, which it really is a festival. Uh, a lot of 
really great uh, cross-country competitors will be there. Plus, the course is very challenging. And then the atmosphere is just incredible with all the music and the announcing. And it's a really neat place to be. But it is very challenging and very competitive meet. As far as our season goes, we're halfway through also. And last week, our boys and girls actually won the Crandall meet, which we haven't won a first place trophy in a while. We had many uh, medals. You know, I think the top 10 received medals. We may have gotten like 12 medals. Wow. Um, so we, you know, we're really on track to do really well at the district meet. And um, we did lose uh, a couple really um, competitive teams out of our district when we changed. Uh, Highland Park no longer will be in our district, neither mm-hmm. will Royce City. So we have a really good chance of both boys and girls advancing to that'd the regional great. meet. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, where is your regional meet? This year? It's still uh, in Grand Prairie. Okay. That Lake, I think Lake Ridge Park or Creek Park. And district meets in Crandall this year. Yes. So Crandall is hosting uh, for District 14-5A. So um, I would think that going to Crandall and uh, doing really well would be a good predictor of success when you get over to district. So, And there were many teams from our district there, so yeah. we were able to see a lot of people. That's good. That's good. A little pre-district yeah. showdown. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to it. I always tend to speed walk from one side of the course to the <laughs> other because those kids start running and the parents start running and they're screaming, go, go, go. It gets me crunk, but I speed walk <laughs> so that I don't look funny running across there are you yelling at the whole time when you go across? i'm yelling in my in my mind i'm yelling go 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 literally i am they're intense i love it i really love her being there too because i usually she finds a spot and you know where she's going to be so go find coach o there she is Mm -hmm. she's there she brings her chair too she's she's learned that i've become a pro at this she can find the most advantageous place to set up her chair so she can see the most of the course and i found a trial size off bug spray oh my. i'm winning <laughs> hey listen this is uh, not to shift gears too much but uh, i wanted to bring this up I, I saw a really neat post uh just recently we were talking about you know um it's fun to to, to yell and scream and and to cheer our kids on to victory. We now have an opportunity to cheer them on to victory. But, um, Sandy, I think you know what post I'm talking about. Um, would you talk just a little bit about or, or kind of a neat, a really neat aspect of, I think, your team? Well, this year I've been blessed. Um, we've had a freshman young lady who is blind uh, join cross country, which that's an amazing feat in itself. And because we are a family, I mean, she has fit right in. And of course she needs help to run. We have volunteers all the time just taking her arm and, you know, come come run with us, come run with us. And um, this last weekend, someone captured a picture of her and her little teammate running in the meet. It's a very moving picture and it's a really great story. But Emma is a freshman and she's going, I mean, the bravery, the, you know, She's just so courageous to even get out there every day, and she just runs. Yeah. And trusts. She's out there, runs and trusts. That's good. Oh, boy. If everybody would just compete and trust, things usually would go 
about as well as I could go. But then the big story to me is the team that supports her too, because yeah. she couldn't do any of that without somebody grabbing her arm and helping her through this. And they're eager to do that. That's neat. All these little stories in sports, um, particularly in our district, I think we find them around every corner. And um, it's neat to be able to uh, just appreciate them for what they are. I mean, we love to compete. We love to win. We want to go win District 14-5A. Uh, but sometimes there's a little extra level uh, that can be even more special. So thank you for sharing that. I will say this, too. You talked about th that environment and, and her teammates being willing to step out there um, and support her. You're one of our mentors, in our, and we have a new program in Forney ISD Athletics, a mentor-mentee program, where we've, we've matched up some of our veteran coaches. Uh, and, and Sandy, without counting any candles, um, you're one of our more veteran coaches. In, in fact, I think you are our most veteran coach in Forney ISD. I so congratulations. So. Is it 38 we, years, Coach? Yes. I think we should probably give her some sort of award for well, putting I up my, with us. I get my reward every day when I have a chance to come and be with these kids. Good. See, the answer's like that. It's the reason she's still doing it. Well, you're, I know you're a great mentor. We have a number of first-year coaches in Forney ISD. And I think this may be a trend across the state and it just in our profession. Um, but we've got a lot of newbies, right, Coach O? We do. We have 15 coaches that have zero to one year's experience who are new to Forney ISD. So parents, when, you're, when those coaches are coaching your kids, give them a little bit of grace because they're learning. Uh, they're passionate. They want to do a great job for our kids and for our campuses. But there, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve in this gig. Just like coming out freshman year, right, and being a cross country kid, yes. it's great to have that environment. But it still takes a little time to acclimate yourself to a new environment. And no matter how bad you want it, you got to learn the ropes. Coach Cook, I know you're helping. Uh, we won't get into the specifics, but you're helping one of our our very young coaches learn the ropes and feel good about what they're doing on their campus and. Um, how's that been for you so far? Well, I met with her yesterday for the first time, and uh, we just sat down and talked, and she was able to really just tell me some of her feelings and what she is experiencing. And she just mentioned that when she first was hired, you know, her family and, you know, all her the people around her, basically, were just encouraging her about, oh, I'm so happy for you, so happy. And then reality hits and, you know, she gets up every morning, you know, she's at school by six and then she coaches and then she goes to her third period class and kids are waiting outside in the hallway for her to get there. And she's had to rush because she's had to change clothes and get ready for the day. And she gets to the door, she opens the door and they all go in and then she's got to uh, set up and try to, you know, gather herself and teach class the rest of the day. But uh, what a great attitude. I mean, very, very thankful that she's got the job and very uh, complimentary about the kids and all the people around her that are really supporting her. So uh, I'm excited about having an opportunity to get to know her more because I'm sure she can, you know, give me some insight too on how to cope some or how to get through some of this stuff also. Yeah. That's a good both ways. That's neat. That's a neat perspective to have. Do you know what else is a neat perspective? I just remember, you know, we have great coaches in this district, but we, we handpicked the mentors that we wanted um, to have. And uh, when I asked Coach Cook about being a mentor, she said, this is going to be just as 
good for me as it would be for the mentee. What a great perspective. That's probably when you know you've got the right person yeah. in, in the okay. mentor category. Yeah. Well, um, we're, we're appreciative of the work that you do. Uh, all the, the 37 years prior, but specifically this year, Young lady, we are appreciative of the hard work that you're putting into the program. Thank you. And uh, we wish you the absolute best of luck as you finish out your cross-country season and go on to district, and then let's go just keep it moving right on down to the regional meet. Yes, we will. Thank you. Okay, you bet. Well, Coach O, now I'm going to try to hit some buttons here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if I hadn't said this, uh, happy Mercury retrograde. Have I said that to you? Yet you have today? not said that. Well, I think this, this, uh, I don't think we can officially call it a cluster yet, but the fact that I'm having to operate this podcast board and our executive producer is out sick, uh, I'm going to chalk up to Mercury retrograde. Uh, hey, <laughs> falls right time. under the umbrella of Mercury retrograde. Yep. What, what do we say? It's like a, a super full moon at, I don't know. All day long, every day. All, all day long, every day. Well, um, if I can make this work, now, we have a special segment. I'm not going to be able to remember the button to hit. Can I just try this? I'm just going to start hitting buttons. Let's see what happens. Well, let's just see. My mama always said, game day is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Well, how about that? Well, you did good. I managed to hit the right button. We've got a beyond here. It's been a while. That's right. It's been a minute since we had a beyond on the 126. And truthfully, game day is like a box of chocolates. We try to get wins, but beyond those wins, we're not sure exactly what we're ever going to get. But we know there's some great people are going to join in them with us. And um, this is a repeat of a beyond from last year where I, uh, I would not say it's a repeat. Well, no. it's it's well, an improvement. Well, you've been on before. Yeah, it's I, an improvement from I, last year. I was not feeling well, and she wasn't here, so we're not going to say that. Was okay. A, well, it's we're we're going to do better. Yes. Last year we attempted a beyond with our friends from Fine Arts, uh, not just friends, but our our neighbors from Fine Arts. They they office right across the hall from us in athletics, so we see Mario and Janae all the time. But what's cool is we also see them at athletic events all the time because our kids and our, our coaches and our sponsors interact throughout the year and pretty much uh, everything we do on campus. So welcome to the 126 Podcast, Mario, and welcome first time, Janae Glenn. Thank you. Well, and I want to say thanks for having us on this week because this is a, an important week for, for fine arts nationally. It's Fine Arts National uh, Awareness of Arts and Education Week, and um, we appreciate you having us. Um, just to share a little information, this was passed by Congress in 2010 with House Resolution 275, and it designates this week as Arts and Education Week. And, you know, the fall season is really a great celebration of how the arts and athletics support each other and come together under those Friday night lights. And, um, you know, I could go on and on about the experiences the arts and athletics, uh, you know, do to help our students and yeah. complete the well-rounded well student. So. You know, I think it's it's uh, safe to say that the arts students benefit from the arts and athletics, uh, and it, it it helps them grow in their educational um, career. So, thanks for having us. Absolutely, I agree 100%. I think um, 
we talk a lot about our on this podcast, obviously, about our participation level and rate in Forney ISD. We have very, very high participation rates comparatively. I think that's because we've got great programs. We've got great people in those programs. Um, we've got great support district-wide, great facilities. Um, but so much of it always does come back to the people, right? But we have to have people that develop uh, strong and positive relationships with kids, and then kids want to be a part of those programs. And you are 100% right that 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 dot then connects directly to um, a whole other facet of their education. And mm -hmm. a lot of times I think one, this is, again, speaking my personal opinion, when they're in these extracurricular programs, um, every student's going to have an opportunity to get their education while they're in Forney ISD, but they get ex have the opportunity to be exposed to so much more and so much more depth. Yeah, I mean, the student that you just spoke about, I mean, she's been in fine art classes. I believe she's still in fine art classes. Mm -hmm. We've made modifications for her. I mean, because obviously it's a little different to yeah. sing in a choir class where the where they're conducting with their with their hands, and we got to figure out like how's she gonna sing in choir if she can't see the the director up there. So we, you know, sure found some new ways. Well, she's a so. pretty inspirational kid. Oh yeah, she got. Um, it's just neat how many people come or are able to circle around her to help her, but she also does so much to help herself oh, yeah. and uh, yep. to be a successful kid. we got stories like that, as I said, around every corner. It's so refreshing. You know, we all, we're going to come to work and we're going to be professional and we're going to do what we're supposed to do, but it's so refreshing when you can have, you know, the cross between athletics and fine arts and you can know that we're all for kids. I mean, yeah. Janae, Mario, we're for kids just like we are. So it's just always refreshing to be able to have that partnership with them. Well, yeah. And I love to see you know, the crossover. There's so many skills that you know, students learn in fine arts and athletics that build leadership, a resiliency, um, collaboration, teamwork. And then for them to see that on a Friday night where they're both participating in those types of leadership activities and collaboration, communication, um, it, I think it's, it's inspiring to watch those kids take leadership and um, you know, take an active investment in something that they're so passionate about. And to me, that's really um, the excitement of, of Friday Night Lights for me, is to see those kids really own what they've learned and, and exhibit it. Yeah. Uh, under those lights. Yeah, I mean, even with the football team, I mean, I know we don't have it this year, but I mean, we've had football players, mm -hmm. you know, second quarter ends, they don't go into the locker room. They, they stay out there with the band and they put their instrument on and sure. and going. I mean, it's been maybe a few years since that's happened, but I mean, that's... It's been a couple, I yeah. think. Part of that is a numbers game. You know, when you get over 2,200 kids um, in a high school, um, there's a little bit more yeah. room to spread out. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, if you go to a Friday night contest, you guys know this, we have great crowds. Um, fortunately, we, last couple of weeks, both our teams have won. Um, so our, our, our bands look great. Our cheerleaders are down there making noise. Our drill team does a fantastic job. But if you start to put all that together, um, you look at a 2200 student high school, there's well over half of the students in the of the, the student body that are going to be on the field at some point mm -hmm. on a Friday night. Yeah. I mean, even when the choir comes and sings, I mean, there's about 20-ish, sure. uh, 25 students there too. I mean, you start adding those up, I mean, um, you know, how many kids just for 
we had Friday night. We had a Forney High School game. As I said, super good crowd. You guys saw it. I mean, it was a, it's a great atmosphere at City Bank Stadium. Uh, also got a fifty nine to nothing win over Poteet. I will throw that out there while we're going into it. But um, crowd was you know stands were packed. A uh, lot of electricity in the air. But how many kids are in Forney High School's band? He is. Um I mean, I'm just going to say it's 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 about two fifty. About I mean, two fifty. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's a good chunk. Okay, you got another uh, three hundred playing football. Now it's not varsity level, obviously. That's three levels, but in grades nine through twelve. Uh, you got how many in drill, approximately? Oh, we have. I, I'm I'm most proud of our our drill team numbers. We've we've um, we have the largest middle school drill teams to date yep. this this season. And, um, you know, our high school drill teams continue to grow. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a large number involved, actively involved in dance this season. That's awesome. And then the cheerleaders, I know that uh, Jim, our esteemed announcer at Citibank Stadium, mm-hmm. announced the cheerleaders at the end of the third quarter. There was a time when we could announce all the cheerleaders between the quarters, but now it goes into two or three plays into the fourth quarter because there's so many of them. We've got uh, the choir, as you mentioned. I know I'm going to miss some groups, but there are just lots and lots of students involved in that atmosphere, and that is good for the campus. It's good for the community. It's good for the kids. Um, So many opportunities to be educated and to feel good about where you are. Yeah, and I think it just, I mean, it just comes back to the support that, you know, we receive from our our, our school district, yeah. Uh, school board, superintendent. I mean, I mean, there is a great um, value here for the arts too. So yeah, well, it's a education is an experience. Yep, and it's not a um, that's not a can never be a singleton, right? It's multifaceted. And that's what we're trying to do is prepare kids for life. And as you guys know, life is multifaceted. <laughs> you know, there's very few parts of life where you can just take one skill and, and be successful. So so can we go back of about you know, 10 minutes here? I don't because, know, Mario. Uh, it depends on where you're going back at, to. At, at one point, you said that we office across the hall from each other. But I'll say there's, there's, there's some days we feel like we office in your office. <laughs> Because coach over oh, here. Do you want to go there? Because Man, see, I just feel she, like I feel like I know where he's about to go, and don't get no. started on our combined storage. Well, because our 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 office <laughs> over here is pretty quiet some days, and I say, hey, like let's put on a radio or something. It's it's everyone's just typing away and working, and then we hear Coach O across the hall just her story for the day, or you know, so and so for the day. And coach O's a very passionate person. She Mario. is. That's right. She is. That's now, uh, he, since he opened the door to criticisms here, Coach, were you going to talk about our our yes. shared storage so, space? Yes, let's just talk about that because we are in a good partnership with each other. <laughs> we have a combined storage room with the arts. We do. Um, that we have one-fourth of the space. Yeah, I'd say really? combined loosely. Yeah. I would say <laughs> one-fourth is, is really. I'm, I'm really giving them hey, some grace. Have you gone in there? Because it's, it, it's quite organized now. Yes. Mario's a hoarder. Yes, he is. Let's just put that out there. I know Janelle agree. I mean, she's grinning. We use all this stuff at some point. I'm sure you do. Back in '97, you probably used some of it. In the early 2000s, you probably used some of it. Most people let that old stuff go, and when they get new, uh, Mario's got three or four sets. He's got the set that he had, you know, three sets ago. Just in case. And I'm going to say you're welcome for me providing some life. (laughs) <laughs> to the hallway. Well, let's just say we don't need a radio because we have we have lots of energy and sound yeah. coming from the athletics right. office. Well, there you go. 
Uh, do you think these fine arts types have a, have an opinion on granola bars, Coach O? Probably. Let's just see. Did y'all know that our ozone today was about granola bars? We did have cross country on before you guys. Do you want to know something? What? I've never had one. You've never, You've never eaten a granola bar? And I can tell you something else I've never had. He's way which, too bougie which, for Which I'm, I'm sure everyone here is going to be. I've never had a waffle either. Because a, a waffle yeah. and a pancake are not the same thing. No, they're Even not. though I go home and, you know, I just got married, you know, three years ago. And uh, she makes breakfast and all that stuff on some Saturdays and Sundays. And it's just, I just don't. Won't eat a waffle. Well, I can understand that because I'm not particular about waffles because I like pancakes. That, that's a very different taste. Well, because people keep saying the same thing. It's like, no, it's not. Mm-mm. Well, not I the- like pancakes. But the fact that you've not had a granola bar. No. Uh, Mario and I have constant conversations about food. I, Mario will go to a restaurant and he rates restaurants using the band UIL system. Yes. And yeah. let's just say my rating system and his rating system is very different. Yeah. We've also had recent conversations about seasonings. We get into very hot you know, debate about food. They I don't, know, I don't know if y'all yeah. are aware of this. We, we've had that. That was We had a recent ozone about yeah. seasoning. Yeah. I, I mean, ours is, which is better, Lowry's Grillmaster seasoning or Slap Your Mama and um, Tony Shashri's. Well, it all depends. See, that, I would not like the Slap Your Mama or Tony's because I don't like spicy food. So I would go to the Lowry side. Now, mm-hmm. you, of course, would probably go with the spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Most cases. I'm trying different stuff now. Um, I did try, Coach Weaver had a, I can't say it on the air, but yeah. I, I did try that one. It's very peppery, uh, a little spicy, but I, I just went and bought some Kinders mm. yeah. oh, that yeah. has yeah. the um, has some good stuff. garlic in it. I'm going to be trying that on some chicken here so in the near future. I've met a new friend, and I know we're not trying to advertise for anyone, but the owner of um, Wing Snob here in town, one, he's extremely nice guy. But two, uh, I don't know if you've you've, you've been there yet no, to Wing Snob. There. So there's a a sauce called Awesome Sauce that I had for lunch yesterday with a, a staff member because uh, we met over some stuff and it, it's pretty good. Was it spicy? No. Okay. So I usually get the mild because I'm not like a hot person like this one over here <laughs> and. Uh, Last time, I mean, I think the meeting with the other staff member that I met with there probably thought I was, like, stressing out because I was kind of, like, sweating a little bit. <laughs> but uh, so I went away from the Buffalo, and uh, yesterday I tried the awesome sauce. And it's it's pretty good. We may so. have to give it a try. You know, we're foodies. So. Now, Janae, mm-hmm. granola bars, do you, do you have a fave? Granola bars, oh, goodness. I mean, you've got Nature Valley. You've got... Kashi, mm-hmm. you've got Kind, Quaker. So it's like healthy stuff. I like a lot of granola bars. I'm trying to think about the one that I like the most. I think. Oh, you mean you're a normal person, <laughs> not like someone who could live in America for however many years and, and never have even waffle. have a granola bar or, or a, a waffle. waffle. Oh, there's some other things I can tell you that we probably don't want to go there. So. Oh my goodness! I think uh, you know I like the ones, and I can't. Nature Valley, I think, is what they are, and they're yeah. in the green packet. Oh yeah, yes. oats and honey. And they're oats crunchy. And I like to break that up and put it on yeah. yogurt in the oh, morning. Oh, yeah, that's good. You know, they have those in clusters. I've not tried the they, clusters. The, but the clusters are really big. They're a little big, but you yeah. can get a whole bag of. It's like mm. a bag of crumbled up. Yeah, that's good. I mean, if you want to talk something like regular, like 
nachos or something, I can, I can tell you there. <laughs> well, it, Mario, you. Well, because I don't really eat Mexican food, but I will eat. Which is, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about the pink elephant in the room. Go ahead. I'm, 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 and I'm not gonna be stereotypical because you know everybody would say, well, you know, I probably eat something like chitlins, but I don't. I would think Mario, since you're of the uh, Hispanic persuasion. Okay. You would say something beyond a nacho. No, I don't really eat Mexican food. So he doesn't eat Mexican food. He doesn't eat granola bars. He doesn't <laughs> eat waffles. He's uh, Mario defies category, Cocho. Uh, and his idiosyncrasies aside, we still appreciate what you guys yeah. do. I mean, when I got Forney ISD, you know, like I said, I got married a few years ago, and I have a stepson now, and me and him eat the same thing. We're so. not going to hold it against him. You're going to try to ruin him, aren't you? Yeah, I mean... Hey, live a little bit, though. Go have a granola bar. There you go. Yes. Live a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, tell us again, Janae, it's it's name the week. I'm sorry, it is... It's National Arts and Education Week. National Arts and Education Week. So, mm -hmm. uh, to all the folks out there that are participating in fine arts programs, and especially um, as we cross over here with this Beyond episode piece of our podcast... To all those kids that are going to be out there on Friday night on the field, whether they're wearing a uniform for the band or the football team or the cheerleaders or the drill team or the choir or any of the other various groups that represent our campuses, um, we love what you're doing. We love what our sponsors are doing and all the work that they're pouring into these student-athletes and, and student, what, student-athlete, student Fine art. Student I mean, artisans. Student I mean, artisans. artisans. I like it. We're going to coin a new term here on the and, podcast. I mean, I would almost say, I mean, they're, they're student athletes. Student, I mean, if, yeah. if, I mean, if you see what we do in, in marching band, it's it's not marching band anymore. It is a... Uh, they're working. It's a musical production on the field, you know, running as fast as you can. There's I a mean, lot of sweat pouring out of that practice. Right. I know that. So... For all that, all that uh, work that you guys are putting into it, we appreciate it. And uh, we appreciate you guys, even if you do have to break your silence across the hall every now and then and, and engage in some fun because you're too close to the athletic office not to. Uh, <laughs> Y'all just keep up the good work. Okay. Well, thanks right. for well, you too. having us on. Thank so. you. Yep, that you was bet. fun. Hey, Addison, we made it through. Coach Weaver, wait, you didn't do your weave. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. And I do want to finish today. I didn't want to start on this weave. I wanted to finish on this weave. Um, but uh, I'm not going to play the music. I'm going to just talk about this and because I think it's something that we need to be aware of. But we have a former coach on our staff. She actually coached both at Forney High School and at North Forney High School. Um, she's had to get out of coaching recently and, and is still a teacher uh, at North Forney, but Coach Joni McKinney, been on our a part of our staff for a long time now, and um, she's been battling cancer. Man, many of our staff members know that, and um, we all know cancer is a very tough thing to battle, and I, I think the battle has become especially tough um, here recently. So um, I'll just tell you that I personally – um, speaking about myself and, and a, a strong believer in the power of prayer, uh, I think prayer can be good for the prayer as well as the prayee. 
um, it it has a tendency to connect us, you know, consciously and subconsciously. And so I would just ask uh, that our Forney Athletic family, and we'll extend this to our artisan family, um, pray or meditate or think about and, and just share good feelings for Joni McKinney and her family uh, as she battles cancer. I know it's a tough time for them, and um, but, you know, prayer – we always pray for healing, I think, in these situations. Healing sometimes can be spiritual as much as physical. And um, so I, I know our thoughts have been with Joni McKinney and her family. Yep. We love you, Coach. All right. Well, everyone at the table and all of you out there in 126 land, have a fantastic remainder of the week. And um, uh, we're going to do that in spite of the – what is the thing? The Mercury, Mercury retrograde. Mer Mercury retrograde. We're having a good week in spite of you.